from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Visa and Final Countdown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. He's Matt Brown. If you want to chime in on any of the topics we've got going on today, make sure you tweet at us at MattBrownM2, at Storm Bonantoni, or at Vsin Live. Matt, yes. still recovering from Mayo Monday, I believe. So it was, uh, I, I, I told this to, uh, to, to little Wyatt with his round head whenever he was in here a second ago, and I told him that. Uh, I actually had a little bit of I, I had trouble eating last night. It was just really? like I didn't want Aww. to I didn't want to eat. It like it just didn't it just didn't so but it's okay. I'm fine now. That surprises good. me. I would have thought you wanted to just get the taste out of your mouth and so you would be It was just the I had that memory and it was just burnt into my okay. brain and whatever. But it's okay. It's fine and it's uh, I'm going to win this week and you're going to have to do something and so it's all it's, it's So great. tell me what you think about this because I did see some of the replies mm-hmm. to potential things for us to All do, right. whether it be this week or down the line, was like a whipped cream pie to the face. I like it. Let's do it. Like, I kind of like that I'm one. In. So maybe, yeah. do you want to do that this week or you want to save that for Super Bowl? Because oh, that's no. a big one. Okay. This is it. This is it. Okay. We, we got even, one. We don't even know if we'll be around after the Super Bowl. Like, we, we, know we're, we're no, we know we're here this I week. I will Let's give credit to that idea um, later on in the show. I'll look, I'll look up... Um, where I saw that from yeah. exactly on Twitter, but really good stuff. Well, Mayo Monday is over. It is Teaser Tuesday today. We got Hot Take Tuesday at the end of the program. It's also Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, that's a good one. Where's that? Those are, those are <laughs> real good. You know who will appreciate that? Hmm. Danielle Alvari, who we have on the program in about a half an hour. Oh, yeah. So you got the kicks, too. Yeah. Very nice. You have inspired my my shoe game. It was completely. a real that, that was a good purchase by you. Those were good. I wish they made those in boys, but they don't. So <laughs> it's, it was a good purchase by you. So we got Danielle Alvari. She'll have her um, you know shoe on the pedestal a little mm-hmm. bit later, which we always love, getting us the lowdown on all things LA. Vsin host, and then later on in hour two, Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA handicapper here at the network, also host of Han- Hardwood Handicappers and Live Bet Saturday. And Sunday will join us a little bit later. And he, on the weekends, has been covering plenty of the National Football League because the divisional round was exciting this past weekend. Now we have conference championship weekend coming up ahead. And we are seeing some line movement, my friend, on the AFC side. The Cincinnati Bengals, which you got a plus three ticket on somehow, are now two and a half point favorites at Arrowhead. Yeah, so we saw this start to move a little bit yesterday when we were on air. And then it just kept moving, kept moving kept moving and I mean listen it is not reached the key number of three quite yet it is a move through zero which is a little less impactful that said 
I don't think we can just completely ignore that this thing has moved five and a half points, right? I mean, it is a five and a half point movement. Now, there are some books that didn't open at the three. They did wait and open it at like two and a half or two or something like that. So, uh, I mean, you heard Vinny say they didn't. Even, they waited around and opened it at one, mm-hmm. you know, before before they decided to to put it on the board here at the South Point. So, hasn't moved five and a half points at all the books, but some of the books that did come out and open this thing at three, you know, full five and a half points. If not, it's a five point move for the majority of them out there. And you kind of start to trace this this line movement here, I mean, you can go, we've talked about this a couple of different times, but you can go in to DraftKings and you can actually track the the line movement. They give you that option um, as how to, as to how to do that. So it's pretty cool. You can kind of go in and, and check, check the uh, total as well and see how that started to go. But you can watch and see like the, the kind of the timestamps here. And then as we've moved to two and a half, I do, it does make us wonder. And I floated this to Vinny yesterday. We were on air whenever the Jalen Hurts thing happened, mm-hmm. right? And we were sitting here. And we started to look, and we're like, oh, that's weird. And then that's, okay, that's really weird. We started seeing numbers just move, 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 move. Comes to find out. We find out five hours later. Yes, he was. In fact, not only was he going to be out, he was going to be out multiple weeks. And we were saying on air, it seemed as if someone knew something. I'm not saying that anyone knows anything here with this. I think the only thing is maybe someone definitely knows that it is a High ankle sprain that is going to limit that he's he's gonna play. I mean, like yes. regardless, he's gonna play. They're gonna shoot him up with whatever and the hell they gotta shoot him up with. But the the high ankle sprain is a serious, real injury for a player like Patrick Mahomes, who relies on mobility, relies on being slippery, all those things that he does. If you have to be a pocket passer, Patrick Mahomes would probably be at the top of your list as someone you would choose to come in and be your pocket passer. That said, it does take away an element of his game. It does take away what makes him so great mm-hmm. and what makes him so phenomenal and the reason that we are jaws drop with the things that he does. So uh, I think if this is a true, real high ankle sprain, there's no way for us to know because they're never going to tell us. But if it, if it is, the line is line moving is probably appropriate. You heard Vinny in here say yesterday, it's probably worth two or three points mm-hmm. if it is. you know. And so uh, I think it does make sense. But again, we're... We're not in the room with the doctors right. who are evaluating the stuff, and all we can do is kind of speculate. And again, each of the three previous matchups between the Bengals and Chiefs, Cincinnati has won by a field goal, has been the way that that final spread has eventually shaken out. And all we can know is what Andy Reid tells us at this mm-hmm. point, which is that he, at least under from what he's been told from the doctors, it appears, or at least what he wants to relate to us, is that this is something that Patrick Mahomes has dealt with before. He's had a high ankle sprain before. This is not as severe as it was in the past, and it was something that he had played through and had success doing. Um, They tried to limit him this past weekend, and he was not having it. (laughs) He wanted to be out there. Um, They did their best to protect him, and basically this week we're going to see him listed, I'm sure, as limited, and that just means he's out there on the field at practice not doing anything because you can't do anything until game time. And listen, everyone knows I'm – I'm on Cincinnati in this game. I liked them no matter what. But I think that there is a real case to be made if we want to. And we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. But, I mean, I think there is a real case to be made if you wanted to look at at, at taking the Chiefs up to eight and a half points. I mean, like, listen, even with Patrick Holmes being limited, I do think that there is enough in that offense, enough with Andy Reid and his play calling, them staying within themselves. I think the defense has played pretty well Mm -hmm. over the second half of the season as well to where I don't know if it could be a run out for Cincinnati anyway. And so – you look at that and, you know, eight and a half points is still, a, that's an incredible yeah. amount of points for the Chiefs at home, right? And I don't know if you guys have looked, at least the early forecast there. It's not going to be like no, no precipitation or anything like that or whatever, but it's a, it's a real feel of one degree mm-hmm. where it says bitterly cold. Like it literally says on the weather app, bitterly cold next to it, like not in parentheses done. or something like that. So, I mean, like, you know, again, it's, it's maybe field goal attempts won't go from as far, you know, all the little things like that that come with it being just, you know, super, super, super cold. So there's there's that as well. And in, in your game, I'm calling it your game. My game. And in your yes, game. as you should. So at DraftKings, at MGM, at PointsBet, at Caesars, at one point or another, we have hit three at some point. Now it has been immediately bought back to where we keep. Yes, can, I didn't yeah. catch it at BetMGM yeah. yesterday. I was mad. Yeah, so at, at all of those books, we have seen three hit at some point. So it did get to there. It didn't stay long. And we're still, as we're right now, a juiced two and a half at DraftKings, at MGM, at PointsBet, at Caesars, whatever. So, like, all of these books are are sitting with that juice to two and a half. So, if the money does – like, Do you get the I feel that's going to be a, how this is all week? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it might toggle a few more times between now and kickoff. Now, one thing to remember for this – you know, again, we're in a different landscape of 
betting right now, right? Legalized betting is all over the East Coast and specifically in Pennsylvania. It is not in California. It is not whatever. So, like, the... The East Coast bias of some of these some of these teams, mm-hmm. specifically like a Philadelphia, might even explain a little bit of how this line continues to move and how people continue to to bet this game because they see it under a field goal, right? You see it under a field goal, you'll bet it. Then it gets to the three. Then the whole rest of the world that doesn't care about the Eagles or any of the East Coast teams and comes in and takes the three. So I think that we probably will see this kind of toggle back and forth all the way to kickoff. So you, if you are a 49ers backer and want to back the 49ers, my suggestion would just be wait, right, and, and just and pay attention, pay a lot of attention as to you know your your book of choice, and hopefully you've got two or three different outs out there because you're you're likely to see a three at some point here over the next few days. If you are a 49ers backer, you're a little frustrated to hear the news uh, as well. There were some distractions off of the field over the last 24 hours. Charles Omenahu, defensive lineman, part of a potential misdemeanor domestic incident with his girlfriend, apparently you know allegedly shoved her to the ground and. There were no physical things on her, but she said that her arm hurt and he was arrested, held overnight in Santa Clara, Santa Clara County and um, is out now on bail. But just one of those things where in a week that this team is playing its most important game of the entire season and the, there's more media that are going to be at the facility than there has been all season mm-hmm. long, you're answering questions that have nothing to do with the football game because you have these off-the-field distractions, which can't be fun for this coaching staff. Just never good any, in any yeah. – any. I mean, it, and it's one of those things, too, like even if he ends up being completely cleared of all this or whatever, distractions are distractions, right? And it is – like we're – again, we, we're talking about this a lot. We're just all human. You can't help it, and you're trying to – prepare for one of the biggest games of your season and you're getting asked about all this other stuff. And like, that's just going to happen all week long and the coaching staff's going to deal with it and go in and tell these guys, Hey man, we got to focus on, on the stuff at hand. One of the things I didn't uh, mention here about that, that Bengals chiefs game, not only the, the line movement, but also we were talking about that total and how it wasn't in line with what it was. So we are seeing now. So 46 and a half across the board. We were looking at some 47 and a half that were still available yesterday. The majority of the books out there at 47. Now we're seeing 46 and a half across the board and so it's finally kind of moving in sync with the thought of if 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 Cincinnati's get Cincinnati's getting all this money because Mahomes is injured and they're not going to play as well or he's not going to play as well mm-hmm. then naturally you would think that that means less scoring in the game as well and similarly we're finally starting mm-hmm. to see that shift in the MVP market as well mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was pretty stable as the favorite plus 330 now shifted to plus 350 and Jalen Hurts is your favorite now in the Super Bowl MVP market at three to one. A couple notable injury updates, by the way, in that Eagles 49ers game. Christian McCaffrey and Eli Mitchell in that running back room, both day to day. McCaffrey with the calf contusion, Mitchell with a strained groin. Kyle Shanahan said yesterday he expects both to be fine. And on the Eagles side of things, we saw A.J. Brown get a little gimpy late in that game against the Giants. Nick Sirianni confirmed he was going through something, but he'll be ready to go this week. And Lane Johnson, who re aggravated. Whatever, what what is it? It's a torn adductor. Is that ta- mm-hmm. adductor in his groin? Whatever, re-aggravated that, so he's going to be playing through um, significant pain. But he was pretty dominant, even playing through what he's been dealing with up front. Yeah, and I, I think the McCaffrey thing is likely to be what we saw at least a version of this past week, where it's like on downs where he doesn't necessarily have to be in there because they do have Eli Mitchell. They'll probably opt for Mitchell, you know, and then like put McCaffrey in on the downs where it's. You know, he should be in there, needs to be in there. Probably makes more sense. Some NFL headlines still to come on the other side. Stick with us on VEASAN Final Countdown. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. And then there were four. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen, for conference championship weekend. It is time to check out Bet Rivers and their specials. You could win up to ten thousand bucks in bonus money instantly by playing Bet Rivers squares this postseason. Place a ten dollar bet or more in qualifying wagers, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of a game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and condition available at BetRiversSquares.com. Someone do. Doing that read on Sunday is going to have to be like, and then there were three. Like they're going to have yeah. to, like when it's splitting the two games, like well, they're going to have to remember to do that. To be fair, I'm freelancing a little bit. That's not exactly what it says. Oh. I just say that because Look I was trying you. to make it a little jazzy. I like it. I like that. Look <laughs> at you spicing up the reads. That was free, by the way. Thank you. Rivers. You got that for Anytime. free. Anytime. Yeah, I'll be here all week. Free. I mean, seriously. Uh, odd screen is lighting up over here. Love it. Um, it is continuing to. Get some action in this Cincinnati-Kansas City game. Now, what we are seeing this time is someone taking the uh, two-and-a-half with the Chiefs. So we have now seen, and there it is. So points bet and Caesars now just both fall to two as opposed to two-and-a-half. And that is what we have here at the yes. South Point as well. Um, let's look through, because you mentioned off the top that maybe there's a shot to go in on the other side with Kansas City mm. when it comes to a teaser perspective. So, it's Tuesday. What do we do today? Teaser, teaser Tuesday. Tuesday. Let's hear it. It's another, another one. Another one. We the best. Teaser Tuesday. Teaser Tuesday. Thank you, Ryan. I mean, I guess it could be the last one, but maybe not. Because, I mean, there's one game. We could talk same game teasers. I, I mean, guess, and that's that's what some people yeah, might be interested yeah, in even true. doing this that's week. True. So Maybe not for the last time, but maybe for the last time. Yes. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, so in the account already, for me, I teased the 49ers up to eight and a half. And when the Bengals were still a dog, I got them up to plus seven and a half. And that mm-hmm. was what I paired. Obviously, that is not available anymore, which I do think, to your point in the first segment, makes sense to maybe pair up the underdog Chiefs here and bring both them and the Niners up to eight and a half. Yeah, as much as I like Cincinnati, and I really do, I mean, I I, I really do like them in this game specifically with the, the injury, right, like that's going on. I, It's hard for me to imagine a scenario in which the Chiefs do get run out, right? I mean, it's just at home, not optimal conditions to play in. You still have Patrick Mahomes. You still have Andy Reid. You still have Travis Kelsey. I mean, like there's still a lot of weapons around there. And even an immobile Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes has to play the role of Tom Brady, he's a better Tom Brady today than Tom Brady is, right? And, like, Tom Brady was able to find success just being a a statue pocket passer this year. And so I I think that Patrick Mahomes is certainly still going to be able to find some success with Cincinnati. That being said, Lou Anarumo and the the defensive coordinator for the Bengals has been absolutely fantastic so far this year, and he's really made an incredible amount of adjustments to each and every opponent that they played, and they've played them each differently. They played them all with, you know, sometimes blitzing, sometimes not, sometimes looking mm-hmm. too high, sometimes not, like all these different things. And so uh, I'm sure he will have something up his sleeve for whatever Patrick Mahomes brings to the table, but I, I just as much as I like them here, I still don't see a run out. And so if somebody wanted to play the Chiefs up to eight, eight and a half, I think that that's – well within well within the range of outcomes here. And like I said, you know, to you, I, I think that this is the end of the line for the 49ers, but 
again, don't see a run out. I mean, you know, it's it's just the defense is too good, I think, mm-hmm. for there to be a run out, you know. And so really the only way that this could be, and it wouldn't even be a run out, it would just be more of a 17-6 game. You know what I'm saying? It would be it would just be more that the offense completely gets shut down by this this Eagles defense or something. Which even like that. that I would just yeah. find super hard to believe because right. even when they're not punching in touchdowns, we saw how effective Robbie Gould was with the mm-hmm. field with the kicking game. And so yeah. I think that even if they're getting stops in the red zone, they're still going to get points. Yeah, so. I agree. It's just one of those things where you look at it and it's, it's as good as the Eagles have been on on both sides of the ball. This 49ers team is just not going to give up. No, they're not going to give up high twenties, low thirties, and that would be the only way that you would think that this would get become like a blowout stage, right? And like, I think the only way this teaser leg doesn't cash is kind of like what the scenario we just talked about, which would be the offense just doesn't get in the end zone really at all. Mm-hmm. We're talking a twenty to ten game or something where the defense still plays awesome. You only give up twenty points, like you're still playing really good, you know. And so that could be that could be about it. Wow, we just jumped to a point and a half at DraftKings. So Things this, are happening. This people. game is this game is this game is getting some action here on a uh oh did there has to have been some news or something. Now they're all going to wow this is crazy. They're all they're all flashing all over the okay, place. Okay, so, so we gotta check times. the Twitter machine. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times going on here. Mm-hmm-hmm. Can I tempt you mm-hmm. in a 49ers plus eight and a half same game teaser with an under fifty one and a half. Okay. Okay. Probably. Because I put that in my account. Yes. I mean, like, probably. Yes. But that, that even that total is going down because I think people are betting the under on it because it was such an under-heavy weekend in general. What are you looking at now? This just went to one at DraftKings. I don't see anything so it just on fell Twitter, a, it just, do you? No, it just fell a point and a half as we're sitting here. What are we missing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless there was just one, unless one of the like influential groups put out a release and just said, "Okay, this is too much," like this, this is a, too big of an overreaction or something like that. But yeah, it is for it to happen everywhere like yeah, that. Yeah, DraftKings sitting sitting one now in favor of Cincinnati. So we are kind of live watching yeah. what you know some stuff going on here. I'll have to like I'll have to do some digging between maybe like I said maybe one of the groups put out a a play or something. Or maybe people are just like. Enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough. All this disrespect on Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Don't you know? Enough disrespect on him and his ankle. So, Patrick yeah. Mahomes has only been an underdog at home once in his career. Did you realize that? It was week six of this week against Buffalo where they did hey, lose. If you're going to but... play this back the other direction, you might want to do that now. Do you want me to just start talking? <laughs> like, like, I'll start. I can just start talking about some other stuff because, like, it went to one at points bet. It's a point and a half now at, at Rivers. Like, so they're, they're coming in hard now on. On the Chiefs Interesting. side. Interesting. Well, we can talk about some other news yeah. of the day while we try to figure out what's wanna, going on here. If you want to try to this. slam in the other side of this bet, like just just let me know. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Bill O'Brien reunited, and it yes. feels so good. Going, yeah. going back, back mm-hmm. to Patriots country. Yes. Uh, back as the offensive coordinator after spending some time at Alabama, where he and Mac Jones did have a little bit of time together there with the Crimson Tide, but um, finally. The Patriots have realized it's important for their offensive coordinator to um, actually know a thing or two about the offense, which, I mean, novel thought, but. It is uh, it is the Nick Saban rehabilitation program. <laughs> like, you go in, and you just serve two years under him, and then you get to go back out into the real world again. It's, a, it's, basically, like, it's basically like a prison sentence for <laughs> these guys that have gone and failed, and you serve your two years, and then you're able to go back out into the public again. And that's basically what he's done with, like, nine coaches now. It's like they come in. Assistant coach, under the radar for a little bit. Boom, you can reenter the world. Everyone thinks, hey, if Saban, if Saban put up with you for two years, if he didn't fire you, and whatever, then you're good enough to come back out. You can, you can be in the coaching world again. And that's what happened here with Bill O'Brien. You're Matt Patricia. Just how disappointed are you? You know, didn't get the opportunity yeah. for more than a year. Well, I mean, here's here's the <laughs> no, thing. No, it's just it's so silly. They needed an offensive coordinator. They needed somebody who understands what they can do with their quarterback and not be a defensive-minded guy running an offense. It made no sense that that was what. Bill Belichick ran with this season, and he clearly has realized the error of his ways. I'm just waiting now because obviously we need Cliff to go and be the offensive coordinator at at Alabama, and then Cliff spends two years there, and then Cliff can go back. I into think the NFL Cliff now. is just retiring from like, football in general. He's having so much fun out of the country with his girlfriend, <laughs> just taking model photos of her. He doesn't need. He's fine. He does, cl- he's just cashing checks. It's Cliff. Cash those checks. Cliff, I don't know if Cliff has what it takes to work under Saban. 
I think Cliff would cry himself to sleep every night. Like it's, it takes. Listen, Saban is not an easy guy to work for, but he will save your career. And I don't know if Cliff is is. I don't know if Cliff's got the the mental fortitude in order to work under Saban. If you're Saban, do you want him? You probably don't want Cliff anyway. Those guys aren't going to respect Cliff. Just saying. He just has a face you can't respect. <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he? He just has that face you just can't respect. It's hard um, to respect Cliff. Other stuff we Spells saw. Cliff with a K and all. <laughs> Cowboys weird. beat writer Michael Gelkin reporting mm-hmm. that Zeke would be willing to take a pay cut in 2023 to remain with the Cowboys. Obviously, um, he has a very hefty hit to the cap yeah. um, every year with with how overvalued his contract really is right now. So I think. That would be awesome for Dallas if that could work out for him because he's getting paid, Dak's getting paid. Maybe take a little off there. Yeah, sixteen mil. I think he's owned maybe a little, maybe seventeen or something like that. And so sixteen point seven two. Then we're right in the middle. Look at that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so you know, if he if he comes in and says like, hey, look, I'll you guys can take four off of that or five off of that or something like that. I mean, you're still making ten million a year in the fast decline of your career. That's a pretty good paycheck for being you know on the downside of your of your career and allows them to go out and get, they can go pick up a, a real player, right? I mean, like $5 million in a year can go get you a real player to help. And, and I think that that's a, also he sees the writing on the wall, right? I mean, like he knows he doesn't want to have to deal with, he doesn't want to have to deal with stuff to getting cut and trying to find another team and all the things like that. So yeah. good on him. And, uh, you know, good on Cowboys fans out there because Pollard's going to leave for sure. Cause he's going to be someone's I RB1. Just, I feel terrible for him with the broken leg situation that his value is going to take a dip after the, how well that he's mm-hmm. performed the last two seasons. Really unfortunate there. Um, we have to step aside. When we come back, Danielle Alvari will get her in here. Talk a little hoops. There is the battle for LA bragging rights in the association tonight. Her opinion, of Lakers Clippers on the other side. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with our introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap from top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits, deep dive, betting reports, and betting guides for all the biggest games of the season. We got brackets, best bets, all the big game props. Don't miss out. This is a limited time offer. Again, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, just $9.99. 13.36 Canadian, one Canadian penny more expensive than yesterday Owie. quit waiting around get after it get Do it. in there yeah. people tomorrow it could be three canadian pennies more expensive <laughs> seriously you I, never know this is very important information mm-hmm. for the people at home uh excited to welcome in friend of the show danielle alvari like we do every week vsin host and expert on all things la and danielle i know you always have a shoe on the shelf do we have shoes on the feet today i wanted an opinion mm. on we got some new kicks tuesday shoes day ah i got <laughs> <laughs> The three boxes making it difficult for me. But it anyways. Was, yeah, I know. You were just, somebody just, just sees like a knee. I'm a professional. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, fine. that's true. There we yeah. go. Here we oh, go. there we now go. Look at that. Had to rotate. She's very flexible as well. Um, I love it. I love the oh, green little pop of green there. I'm not wearing shoes and I can't give that content out for free stormy. So no. Oh yes. Yeah. We know, yes. We, we, we are well aware. <laughs> we know enough yes, people have yes, sl- slid into well, the DMs. Well aware that you cannot be given that out for free. For sure. <laughs> well, let's talk. Uh, there is a big one in the association tonight uh, out there at crypto.com arena battle for LA bragging rights, Clippers and Lakers going head to head. This one opened Clippers favored by three and a half and mm-hmm. now up to five total two thirty. Kawhi and Paul George, they've been doing work these last couple of games in a Lakers team that has LeBron questionable. How do you view the spread on this one? Uh, I actually grabbed this, uh, that, that Clippers three and a half. So obviously the five is not as appetizing, but it's so funny calling this the battle for LA, because if you look at this, since Ty Lue took over as head coach, the Clippers are nine and zero straight up in this matchup and eight and one ATS. So they pretty much own the Lakers when it comes to this in season kind of matchup. Um, obviously you can talk about postseason things outside of this, but at least as far as Clippers versus Lakers in the regular season, the Clippers own this. And so you can see why the lines move towards that five. Um, they also have looked decently 
uh, lately. They've won four of their past seven. The Lakers also, though, I have to say, especially in January, a little uptick in their defense and a little downtick in the Clippers defense. I believe 28th in points per 100 possessions now for the Clippers, which is very low for them. So not excited to see that. And that's what's kept me off the total for this game. It was 232 yesterday, I believe, already down to 230. And again, like I said, the Lakers have improved a little bit lately. They've won eight of their last 12 games. They just beat Portland. Big comeback win for them on Sunday, uh, but did lose by 13 last time they played the Clippers on November 9th. So like I said, the Clippers just win this matchup for whatever reason. You could also say that the Lakers kind of treat it like they're too cool for it, it feels like. Like, I'm pretty sure LeBron didn't play in some of these last year. Uh, we're still seeing him as questionable for this one tonight, dealing with some ankle soreness doing everything for the Lakers, really finally getting a little bit of help here from their center, Thomas Bryant. He's been a nice boost of energy for them. He finishes around the rim. He's averaging almost 13 points, so a little bit of help from at least in the paint. But LeBron's having to do too much. It's showing up and wear and tear. Uh, so we have to check to see if he's actually going to go in this game. That'll maybe adjust this line for you. I still like the Clippers, even if LeBron's playing. He's been playing in all of these last nine matchups. Uh, the Clippers unders have been great this season, but like I said, that defense has slipped, so that's keeping me off of this. Um, and again, already been bet down to 230. Luke Kennard, John Wall, still out for the Clippers. I was looking at the props here because I thought maybe there's something you can look at for props. Kawhi Leonard, he's been getting his points. And I know Wes Reynolds has been cashing in on this as well. He had a Kawhi over prop the other night. Uh, he's had 30 or more points in four of his last six games and the last two straight. Six of his last seven has gone over the 40 points, rebounds, and assists. And that prop is sitting right around there, 40 and a half right now. So one way or another, he's getting his numbers and he's definitely getting his points. I also wanted to look somewhere that wasn't quite as obvious. So Norman Powell is kind of a guy who does a lot for them and also a UCLA Bruin, of course. Uh, but five of his last seven, he's had at least four rebounds. He's averaging over 18 points. So this 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists for him, I think is very doable. He's gone over that in six of the last seven. Uh, so I like those props, but I also have the Clippers at minus three and a half here. And I'm going to look for them to keep that winning streak going. Danielle, uh, the real question here for today, and this has been established by your your girls here I can in the tell studio. This is going to be serious. Yeah, it is. It is. Are you going to see 80 for Brady? And if so, are you going to see it like opening night? Or are you going to wait like a week or like, how does it work for you for 80 for Brady? I'm like, I, I don't mean to be a hater. I just like, I'm not interested. Wow. Just like, we had a, we had a really big, we had a really big find that Jane Fonda. How old do you think Jane Fonda is? Yes. If you had to guess, this is, a, this was what wild. Do you think, how old do you think she is? I think I've looked this up before in, oh. in her seventies. She is 85 years old 113 canadian crazy because we were looking up the age of dolly parton because we were like she's pretty like she's pretty up there how yeah. old is she now she's only 77 and jane fonda is freaking 85 Five. unbelievable yeah but they're doing those tricky things though like you know that dolly parton wears those skin colored gloves yes. have you heard of this for me yes because so, she but apparently she's like not never if you're embarrassed really of your hands. aging hands yeah yeah so <laughs> I've got to, I'm gonna, I gotta look this up. This sounds awesome. Like, no, this it's sounds true. great. It's I true. love this. Daniel, this is good for information. Me, for me, 80 for Brady, I my dad had me watch the trailer because he loves this kind of stuff. And I mm -hmm. just watched through it and thought, this movie is going to be terrible. And I think I'm gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I mean it's I, you know, listen, watch. I'm not gonna say I won't ever watch it. I just won't like see it in a theater for womp, sure. Womp. You know. That's All right, I know you have a play. Uh, you have a play in college hoops tonight as well, Danielle. There are five games tonight with top twenty-five teams hitting the floor, but Miami, mm -hmm. a, a three-point favorite at Florida State. Total one forty-nine. Four p.m. Pacific tip-off. Seven local from Tallahassee on the U. ESPNU. That is, uh, it is the U on the U. That's kind of fun. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Miami, two and three. Their last five, looking to rebound from that two-point loss against Duke. Florida State. Like, is this a good get-right game for Miami? You think to get back on track? Yeah, I think that it's a little misleading because them staying close in that Duke game, 68 to 66, this was one of my entries for that college basketball contest that I forced myself into that I'm sure I'll regret doing. <laughs> And it did cover because it was Miami, Florida plus seven versus Duke. So this close game is actually, I think, a positive reflection on Miami. And I love backing this offense now. I wanted to ask you guys, obviously, I like Miami at the minus three spot here. But is there a situation where you're betting a team and you just keep going back to the well? And when do you know when to stop? I don't stop until they lose two in a row. Okay. That's, that's at least, I mean, that's at least my thought personally. Keep Just firing. throwing that out there. You tell me you what you, I do. I mean, that's why I've made so much money on the freaking Bruins this yeah, year. The, you just no, keep going. going. Back, not you under. Or, or you have a better under. relationship with him than that. La the bees. The, the bees. I mean, but no, like on. last basketball season, I got like really into middle Tennessee state 
for college yeah. hoops and just riding so a cover streak for them just because they kept going, kept going, and then they lost two in a row, and I was like, okay, I'll get off it. There you went. You went on the other. Uh, I don't know. I, you, what, is that, what's your thought on that? Well, that's. I was wondering what Matt's thought was, actually. But, yeah, my thought is that <laughs> I like going back to these teams that I've cashed bets on if I think that the lines obviously still haven't adjusted back to how good the team is. So, again, you see a loss to Duke, and maybe you think that's a bad sign here. But that was a big cover for them. They were getting seven points in that matchup, and I think that their offense is on that uptick. So we always talk about this just like riding the wave but knowing when to get off. Uh, Kansas State is another example for me, but it's nice because I've already done a lot of research on these teams, and so the teams that you have the most information on, in theory, you can make the best bets on so for me that's normally the pac 12 teams but branching out into this area now oh i can go back to this team that i already have a lot of information on and i can see kind of their journey and know when to get off this train hopefully but miami like i said lost a close game to duke here their offense looked a little stagnant but that was a tough duke defense i'm expecting that to open back up here miami's a top 10 offense at least in terms of adjusted offensive efficiency on ken palm they're averaging nearly 78 points per game and the seminoles are just kind of a bleh they're kind of an average team this year they're shooting 35 percent from beyond the arc the hurricanes are allowing even less than that 32 percent uh, miami's also going to win on the boards here they're averaging 32.3 rebounds per game so for me miami florida here better offense better defense going to win on the board so where is the bad now this is tough because they're on the road and they're having to lay three points i wouldn't want to go much higher than this but i think they could cover this by five or so so i still think three is good value i could also see this going over 150 you can see it got bet down there to 149 um, but it really just depends on florida state and that's why i'm staying off the total and sticking with this minus three with florida and hoping that this train continues for me Danielle, we got a little over a minute. What is your favorite either side or total or prop or whatever in the two football games this weekend? Can I tell you, I've been looking at these, but I was listening to one of my favorite Beeson shows and Matt Brown pointed out that if you wanted to grab mm. a future on the 49ers players now on the Super Bowl MVP odds, it would be a good time. So uh, I was looking at those and I did grab Kittle at, I believe, 80 to 1. So I just want the San Francisco 49ers to make it to the Super Bowl and win. You, Me too. You and I have that same. You and I have that same ticket. I'm. I actually love, love, love that ticket. I would love, yeah. love, love for that to come to fruition for the both of you because <laughs> that would mean good things for the 49ers, especially this weekend. Even though Matt Brown over here thinks they are done. F but five hours yeah. until you're able to enjoy a beverage on that Sunday, and like you're just having to wait it out for you and and get out there and enjoy your team. It's going to mm. be brutal. Yourself. It's going to be brutal. Thank you, Danielle. Appreciate you as always. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I kind of feel like the girl from Mean Girls um, trying to make Tuesday Shoes Day happen. They're like, stop trying to make Fetch happen. Why won't Tuesday Shoes Day catch on? Come on. Tuesday, every Tuesday is Tuesday. Tuesday, Shoes Day. It's got a nice ring to it, yeah. I think. Every day is a Shoes Because we're always doing me. the alliteration, but it's nice to change it up every now and then. Okay. Are you trying to say on Tuesdays you're going to not wear slippers anymore? In this Maybe. Week? All right. All right. When we come back, we're talking Tory Pines in the Farmer's Insurance Open. Can somebody please... Beat John Rom so that we can bet and get a win. Come on. Amen. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Final Countdown coming to you live from the South Point in Las Vegas. This segment presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine when other nicotine products can be complicated to use or don't give the satisfaction you may be looking for. Zin could surprise you. Zin is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zin online or find a store near you at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical and we did get a little bit of insight over the commercial breaks here that um, it was one of those big groups that had a release. So that line was on the move in the AFC Championship, now seeing largely hold stable at Bengals minus one and a half at Arrowhead. Yeah, pretty much across the board at this point. So we figured it must have been, when they when, the, when all the books move simultaneously like that, it's typically one of some sort of big release or something like that. And and one of the one of the, Pretty influential groups out there that has a ton of followers and certainly big money followers and stuff like that is the is the group that put it out. So that's why we saw a point movement there. We just got uh, Jeff Sherman from over at Superbook put out potential pair like potential pairings for the Super Bowl. The Eagles would be a point favorite over the Chiefs. The Eagles would be a point favorite over the Bengals. The 49ers would be a point favorite over the Chiefs, and the 49ers would be a point favorite over the Bengals. So basically, the NFC would be a one point favorite over anybody from the AFC. All right. And uh, also, just because we were talking about it with Danielle, somebody over at DraftKings placed a $300 bet today uh, mm-hmm. on George Kittle at 80-1 to 1 to win 30000 for Super Bowl MVP. So, um, apparently, that bet, we thought it was real original, but maybe it's not that original. Come on. Hey, listen, listen. People might. But I need to get it in the account now. That's that's also what we came to a conclusion is. If the team is on it, we're going to go get you. you I would some. be really really hurting deep in my soul open an account today somewhere yes yeah that would be hurting my soul a lot if you guys cash that and i didn't and it was my team um let's get to the pgas the california swing continues this week at tory pines just outside of san diego john rom plus 450 favorite for the outright winner seeing if he can record a third straight victory and since we do not want to bet that number we have to look elsewhere on the board but it's unfortunate because he has won at Torrey Pines back at the 2017 Farmers and the 2021 US Open he's familiar with this location has had success at it but it's not what we want to bet yes i was <laughs> so. in attendance for that 2021 US Open i popped over there and and saw the final round of that tournament live and he just went out and and, and stole that tournament away Find him at 450. I mean, guys, listen, you're just not going to make money betting golf, betting guys at plus 450. You're just not going to, even if it is like the most dominant golfer in the world. I mean, we're talking, there's 156 guys that are going to tee it up this week. I mean, like there's 156 different players. Now, yeah, 25 of those have absolutely no shot whatsoever. They're either old or amateurs or whatever. And so, but, but still there's, there's over a hundred guys that are world-class golfers that are going to tee it up this week. So you just can't can't bet guys at plus 450. If he just continues to go out and win at plus 450, so be it. And we just have to try and play, play some of these other markets and stuff like that. So just, again, there are other markets that we can play, and that's kind of where we'll we'll need to focus our attention if John Rahm's just going to go out and, and win every single week. So it's a two-course rotation in this tournament. They're going to play the north course and the south course. Three rounds on the south course, so basically the first two days – and then the cut will be one round on the north course, one round on the south course, and then the whole weekend is on the south course. South course is the course you were talking about that John Rahm went out and won that 2021 uh, U.S. Open on. It is the harder by far of the two courses. It is one of the longest courses on tour. It is the longest course, like, on average over the over the last several years. There was one set up over the last, you know, like, I think one, one set up for one round over the last 10 years that actually played a little bit longer than this, but that's about it right so so very different than from what we saw at the american express basically last everything we've seen <laughs> the whole hawaiian swing the whole whatever yeah like basically very very different than what we saw. this is a championship 
course. You know, this is a championship setup. And so to give you an idea of if you don't go score on the north course, you basically are out of contention in this tournament. Like that is where you go out and you shoot the low rounds and then you just really try to scrap together stuff on the south. Of course, I mean, so Jason, uh, uh, Patrick Reed won this tournament uh, a few years ago. Patrick Reed shot eight under on the north course, right? And then went out and only and and went out and only shot like two or three under on the on the south course over three rounds, right? It's just it's just one of those deals where you just it's very very tough to score uh, on these courses. And so, uh, no Rory, no Scheffler, no Cantlay in this one. So uh, it's not completely star studded, right? Like we are missing three of the very best players in the world. But again, on that north course, it's two or two to three four strokes easier than the south course and so if you're not in the mid 60s at least on the north course your tournament is probably over <laughs> i mean 10 holes 10 holes on that course average below par like as far as the scoring average and the two par fives have a birdie or better rate of about 60 percent so you can see it's just it's all about the north course and then just kind of scrapping stuff together on the south uh with the south stormy what we're getting is a super long course it is small firm greens, narrow fairways, the highest missed, one of the very highest missed fairway percentages on tour as well. It's super hard to hit these narrow fairways. You have seven different par fours that are over 450 yards, three par threes that are over 200 yards, and two par fives that are over 600 yards. So half of the approach strokes that you hit are going to be 200 yards or longer. And so that is one of the factors that we're really going to look at this week is is long iron play okay. because if you don't have that long iron play, you're going to be in real trouble here. Your shortest shot that you like um, as in terms of the numbers offered, Will Zalatoris at 18-1 to 1 on DraftKings right now. Mm -hmm. um, what did you like about his game for this setup? Yeah, so if you look at Zalatoris, I ran – three different versions of the model. And I ran just like a model with the numbers that I thought were important and the stats that I thought were important. And then I factored in long courses and then I factored in long and difficult scoring condition courses. And so it didn't really matter what version I ran. It was the, Will Zalatoris was towards the top in just about every single one of them. And like, as far as the betting odds go, yes, he wasn't the number one in the model. Of course it was, Tony Finau and John Rahm and the various versions and stuff like that. But again, you can't bet those guys really at these numbers, in my opinion. Now, I'm certainly going to try to maybe get a live number in on Finau. Finau ranked incredibly high in all the versions of, of the models that I ran. It's just, again, it's, it's just hard to bet Tony Finau at like 11 or 12. You know, it's just very tough to, to bet him at that number when this is a guy that literally we talked about had no win equity whatsoever until about a year and a half ago. And so... Um, Xander was up there as well. I think there's still at least a little bit of concern for me about as well as he played last year. Now we're heading to a beast of a course. I mean, and last week, I should say now we're heading to a beast of a course and now it's back to back weeks. How does that back hold up now? Right. And that's the only thing that does concern me a little bit about Xander. So Will Zalatoris was the guy that at least from a betting perspective and a value perspective that found himself really, really close to to up there. The next was Max Homa. Max Homa, a California guy, three different wins in the state of California, very familiar with the West Coast, um, West Coast weather, West Coast swing, West Coast golf courses, things like that. He is a guy that if you kind of run this back and, and you know, over, like I said, I ran this for just typical scoring and then hard and then difficult scoring conditions as well and, and long courses. And if you take a look at, at Max Homa and over the last kind of 36 rounds under those conditions, I mean, he came out in ninth overall in in my model here, and I'm talking about if he was a little bit better because I did weight so heavily, like proximity from 150 to 175 yards. Because even even though even though it is going to be majority 200 and longer, there are going to be some of these longer hitters that might be able to get in that middleish range, and really that is his downfall. He's like 89th in this field over the last. 36 rounds in that category, or he'd have been even higher than he is anyway. And like I said, he still came in at ninth. So really do, as far as the short shots go, that's where I'm putting the money this week is Alatoris and Homa. And then I'm just taking some, some darts here on some longer guys that were surprisingly higher up in this, in, in every single version of the model that I ran from long-term results, even all the way to short-term results. And so we'll see if we can't hit some sort of uh 
some sort of dart throw this week as well. Who's your favorite dart throw? Yeah, I mean, listen, Kelly Pidlin's going to laugh somewhere when he hears this, but Keegan Bradley, I uh, got him at 69 to 1. Keegan Bradley is a guy that we've bet a ton. Keegan always seems to be in contention for two or three rounds, and then there's one round where it's just an absolute blow up and he just can't <laughs> seem to close the deal. But again, a guy that was just so high up in in the model for a for a for a uh 69 to 1 had to play him. Hayden Buckley, another guy um that listen, there are some big time holes in Hayden Buckley's game, but he is also very, very high up in a lot of the other categories I'm looking at. So maybe I'm thinking, hey, if you can run hot in some of those categories that you're that you're not so great at, like he is literally in the top ten in, in like four or five of the different categories. Dean Burmester at one hundred and twenty-five to one, and then Joseph Bramlett at three hundred to one are some kind of long long shot dart throw guys that again are not in the greatest of form, but do check a ton of the boxes. Jonathan Vegas and then Brendan Steele are both top ten bets for me this week. As well. Love it. If you didn't get a chance to write any of that down, don't worry. We have you covered. Vsin.com slash picks. You get all of the Vsin hosts, guests, um, all of their selections laid out in a really clean and easy form. We're going to step aside. Hour two on the way. We will turn our attention back to conference championship weekend in the National Football League. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.